Welcome to Inclusion and Marketing, the show that's all about giving you the skills and insights you need to win the attention, adoration, and loyalty of more consumers, especially those with differences that are often ignored by brands. I'm your host, Sony Thompson, a marketer and a person with a lot of differences. Let's get to it. Okay, I've got another podcast recommendation for you. It's Latinx in Power, hosted by Thaisa Fernandez. It's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. This podcast features interviews with top-level executives, entrepreneurs, and innovators from Latin America, aiming to demystify the tech industry by providing listeners with insider perspectives and insight from Latin American leaders who have succeeded in their fields. I like listening to this podcast because I like hearing from a broad diversity of voices and hearing from and learning from their experiences. One episode I'm super excited to dive into is the latest one, Lead Generation Journey with Glenville Dixon Jr. Listen to Latinx Empower wherever you get your podcasts. We just got back from a lovely two-week vacation in Argentina. Generally, I really enjoy leaving out of the Tampa airport rather than going to Miami. It's super chill, people are kind, and in most cases, it doesn't raise my stress levels as you go through the process of getting checked in and going through security. But this time was a little different. Once we got to the security line, Luna started crying. The TSA person wasn't the kindest, like everybody else normally is, and he fussed at me because I didn't have my tickets just the way he liked them. When he didn't see Luna's boarding pass, he told me to get out of the line so I could find it. Frustrated, I stepped out of the line and fumbled through all of our boarding passes, the ones for Tampa and the ones for Miami. I couldn't find Luna's boarding pass for Tampa. I was so flustered. So Luna and I rushed back down to the check-in counter while Jonathan stayed at security with our bags. I get to the check-in counter and the agent points out that Luna doesn't have a separate boarding pass because she's an infant traveling on my lap. She then circled in red on my boarding pass where it read infant lap seat or something like that. Frustrated and relieved all at the same time, Luna and I make our way back up to security and we point out that we do have all of our documents and we sail our way through. It was stressful. I think I was even sweating. And it was just less than a desirable experience. Thankfully, we had enough time to do all of that without missing our plane. Okay, fast forward to us arriving in Argentina. We make it on the plane and I'm already dreading the fact that we're going to have to go through separate lines once we get to immigration. Like with many airport immigration lines, there's a line for citizens and there's a line for foreigners. In this case, Jonathan would go through the citizen line and I'd have to go through the foreigner line. I did not want us to have to separate, especially knowing that the foreigner line is often super long. So Jonathan says to me, well, maybe they'll let us go together. Let's just ask. I was skeptical. So as we got out of the elevator and approached the lines, an immigration officer starts walking up to us, motioning for us to follow him. We started following him, and then Jonathan goes to ask him if it's possible for us to go to the same line because we're married and we have a baby and blah, blah, blah. But before Jonathan can even get all the words out, the officer escorts us to the priority line, which is super short. Like there's only one other person in the line ahead of us. Why did he do this? Because we were pushing Luna in a stroller. And parents and families traveling with small children go to the priority line so they don't have to wait. They don't treat us the same as other passengers. So we made it through immigration. The officer processed all three of our passports together, citizen and foreigner, 
She was super nice, and we sailed through in record time. Jonathan looked at me with a smile and a knowing look, making sure I took note of how different things are and how we're treated in Argentina. I knew it was different and was thankful for the reminder. It took me back to a time a little over two years earlier when I flew back to Buenos Aires from Florida. I was five months pregnant with Luna, and when I saw the foreigner line for immigration, I was horrified. It was the longest line I had ever seen at that airport, and I knew it could have easily taken me 90 minutes to two hours to get through it. Feeling like I had no options, I got in the line and rubbed my pregnant belly like I often did. Then a security guard saw me, came up and asked if I was pregnant. I responded yes, and he told me to come with him. I skipped that monstrous line and was taken to the priority line where I made it through immigration in about seven minutes. Won't he do it? Argentina does not treat pregnant women, seniors, or people with young children the same when it comes to lines. They give them priority with a special line just for them. It happens at the airport, whether it's at security or in the immigration line. It happens at the grocery store, on the subway, everywhere. And people in Argentina gladly give up their spots or tell you to advance so you can have the priority and not wait. In Argentina, the powers that be and the citizens at large recognize that equality isn't what's always needed. Sometimes certain people need to be given priority, additional accommodations, or supports to increase their degree of success or to ease their burden or add comfort to completing a task. In society and in business, I think a lot of times people struggle with this. They struggle with figuring out when to focus on treating people equal and when to treat certain people differently. There are times when equality is absolutely the goal. There should be gender pay equity. People shouldn't be discriminated against or followed or racially profiled when they're shopping or just existing. People shouldn't have a harder time getting a job because of what they look like or because their parents didn't go to an Ivy League school or set them up with a trust fund. Equality is essential in certain aspects of society, and the reality is we still have a long way to go on many fronts. But it is also true that equality isn't always the goal. There are situations where treating everyone the same is detrimental. I did a research study for a keynote I gave earlier this year. The study focused on the hospitality industry, and I asked the respondents to tell me about a time where they felt like they belonged. One respondent wrote in how she loved it and felt seen when one hotel she went to had three entire floors dedicated to women traveling alone. They even went as far to make sure those floors were only accessible in the elevator and the stairwell using a key card. As a woman traveling solo, she appreciated the precautions the hotel put in place to give her an added sense of security. Depending on the area, treating all travelers the same could have put some people's safety, women in this instance, in jeopardy. This hotel treating women differently eased their peace of mind. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. Like trying to remember the name of that guy you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron? Or could it be Don? Or John? Or Sean? Yeah, that kind of impossible. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help. Well, with the service solution part, at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform 
for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that handles frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps reps anticipate customer needs and a full 360 view of every customer so your go-to-market team can keep a pulse on accounts before trying to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service and happier customers at every stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. A couple of years ago, I was doing some research with a client that had a product for people with diabetes. As I was talking to doctors, I asked one if she had ever tailored her recommendations for patients based upon their race or ethnic background. She looked at me dumbfounded and responded, why would I ever treat my patients differently? She was having trouble understanding that general or generic advice, particularly with regards to her patients with diabetes who had different cultural and ethnic heritage than her, might need recommendations and support for how to tailor their diet based upon foods they were eating that were staples within their culture. As I dug deeper into my research, I found that patients, particularly Black patients, immigrant patients, and other patients of color were struggling to implement advice from their doctors because they couldn't relate to the advice. However, the doctors that took the time to tailor their recommendations to be culturally relevant saw much better compliance and subsequent outcomes with their patients. Doctors in this example who were treating everyone the same got less than ideal results, which negatively impacted their patients' health. Doctors who treated their patients differently got better outcomes for their patients. As business leaders, we need to make sure we take the time to proactively identify when it's appropriate to treat everyone the same and when we should unapologetically treat people differently. To be clear, treating different groups of customers differently isn't new in the business world. Think about loyalty programs where customers who buy more get increased access, preferred seating, upgrades, and other priority benefits. People, particularly in a business context, just get funny about it when it comes to treating people differently based upon certain demographic characteristics. We have to shed that aversion for the good of our customers. Here are three steps to follow to help you identify when equality for all isn't the way to go. First up, think about the customer journey from the various identities of the people you're serving. Don't just think about your ideal customers from the vantage point of the problem you help them solve. Consider the various types of identities those customers have. So of the people who have the problem your brand solves, could those include pregnant women, someone who is nursing, someone who has a different religion, someone with allergies, someone with a different skin tone, someone with a disability, or even someone who is part of the LGBTQ plus community. Once you've started to think about the people and the different identities that they have of the people who have the problem your brand solves, the next step is to proactively practice empathy specifically for those groups. Take the time to walk a mile in your customer's shoes, specifically for those customers who come from those often underrepresented and underserved identities. Develop a deeper degree of intimacy with them by finding out how their experiences might be different or more challenging because of whatever difference they have. You can do market research, whether that's through focus groups, interviews, even surveying. 
You can do observation by just watching people who are part of these groups or who have these identities and seeing and seeing what adjustments they might be making, observing actions that they're taking or challenges that they're having. You can even do some simulations with people on your own team where they actually get to take on as best they can the identity of these consumers and walk through your customer experience through their eyes. We did this whenever I worked my corporate job. One of the last positions that I had was I worked for a company that made insulin pumps for people with diabetes. So everyone on our marketing team, we actually, whether we had diabetes or not, because we had both, we took the time to wear the insulin pump and to insert the infusion sets and to walk with it and be with it for a week. So even though we weren't actually putting insulin into our bodies, we were going through all the steps in the process, checking our blood sugar at various points throughout the day, making the adjustments after we eat, going to sleep, showering. By going through this process of simulating what it would be like to be the people who were using our product, we were able to identify and develop a deeper degree of intimacy for what they were going through and figuring out how we could better serve them based upon what we learned. And that leads us to the third step, which is to build products policies, and experiences that give people what they need based upon the aspects of their journey that make them different. Act upon what you learn and institutionalize it so that everyone knows the how and the why certain groups get access to resources that others might not necessarily need. When you start identifying which of your customers need to be treated differently and then actually treating them differently to help support them in their success, You will do a better job of consistently making life better for more of the people you serve and also making more of them feel like they belong with you. That's it for today's show. If you need more help getting started building an inclusive brand, go ahead and grab my inclusive marketing starter kit. You can find it at inclusivemarketing.co slash starter kit. And if you like this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would share it with a friend and even rate and review it in your podcast app of choice. It'll help get the word out so others can get going delivering inclusive experiences. Until next time, remember, everyone deserves to have a place where they belong. Let's use our individual and collective power to make sure more people feel like they do. Somebody's waiting on you. Thanks for listening.